Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of Little Dream Cloud with Hugh and Daniel. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here today. And today we get deep into our feels about finding and rediscovering and keeping that inner child, that passion and drive that you have for your craft. And your inner child is the reason you got into it in the first place. How do we keep that wondrous awe in our our field and industry and not get caught up and sweeped away by societal standards and um, the professionalism uh, and, and working like an adult, right? How do we keep having fun and stay focused on, on what's important and what we're doing and to find meaning in it? So please sit back, get comfortable and enjoy today's conversation as Hugh and I rediscover our inner child. Hey man, uh, finally, we are set up and recording for episode nine. Um, for Want to share you, with everybody what was going on? Yeah, for those of you just, you know, jumping in here, um, we already started this podcast episode, but uh, my microphone started blasting static into our ears every time I made a sound. And um, I was already late because I, had, I was on a mission for a bacon cheddar scone. Okay, naturally. You know it. You have to. You know to. it. Our unofficial sponsors of the show. Not even mad about it. <laughs> I know. I, I texted you. I was like, hey, man, bacon cheddar scone has taken a while. And I get down there, and and you just you just give a thumbs up. You're like, yeah. And I, and I thought to not. myself, he understands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Don't sweat it. Yeah. Right. And I get down there, and you know it's busy. It's it's busy on Fridays there, and uh, I get in there, and there's there's one left in the platter. That is the most like anxiety inducing sight, but also what a relief. I walk in, there's one left. I literally like giggled out loud, like as I walked in, I was like, (laughs) nice. It's mine. (laughs) It's mine. So I usually get my wife one, so I have to get her something else. That's a bummer. But hey, I got one for the show, and that's what matters. <laughs> At this point, we really only re- record this show so that we can eat bacon cheddar scones. It's really the excuse. About it. yeah, yeah, I just because I eat pretty healthy throughout the week. This is like my 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 one opportunity where I'm like, hey, it's it's for my career. Okay, this is my job to have a bacon cheddar scone and a coffee. All right. <laughs> if there's not a freaking bacon cheddar scone sitting on the desk in front of me. When we go to record, it's not happening. That's right. Yeah. Episodes canceled. Okay. So after that but escapade, did, and we're super late yeah, already. for real. I get all set up. By the way, I have all my equipment in my car because I have like, you know, shoots and stuff throughout the week. And I had one like, I don't know, yesterday or two days ago. So all my XLRs are in my car. So I I, I have the one that doesn't work in, in my apartment. So I go to my car like six times before recording. Okay. This is this was even Hugh, I didn't even tell you most of this. And I get all set up, you know, Hugh and I go it's over. It's also our notes. like the most musician thing I've ever heard you say too, <laughs> where you're just like, I had the XLR XLR cable that doesn't work in my car. It's like <laughs> I feel like everyone I've ever known who's a musician keeps some sort of cable that doesn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got, yeah. yeah, tons of equipment that's just broken that I'm just constantly like, crap, where's the one that works? So I finally get set up with the stuff I think works, and we do an intro on the episode. We start recording, we're going, and um, you know we're way behind. 
and I start going to the intro and I try to tell that bacon cheddar story and I just like totally blacked out and like this had a freaking aneurysm. blanked. Yeah. <laughs> just he could just not go, remember like, what I was going to say. Ghost on the other, other side of the screen. Just like, uh, yeah. Uh, just like my worst nightmare. Like, like I like giving like live speeches. Worst nightmare is just, is just freezing. So I was like similar anxiety and I was just like, Oh dude, we got to edit that out. And then Hugh over here is like, no, we ain't. I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. I'm not editing that out. And then I have this like need to make it funny. Anyway, right during this, like me trying to save it, my mic just, I, I honestly can't tell you what happened, but it was just like blasting static into our ears every time I made a sound and just awful. So we had to just stop recording, reset everything. And here it was we just, are. Uh, it so. was honestly quality content. It's a it's a shame that we can't use it. Maybe you know? maybe we'll start a Patreon and we can like put all our like terrible bloopers up there. <laughs> all of the like terrible audio that's just like yeah. screeching sounds it's, and like us unplugging and plugging exactly. out XLR cables. Yeah, doing doing tests, screaming into the yeah. mic. It's the opposite. Like you pay for Patreon to like get exclusive content from your favorite creators. No, we give you all our shittiest co- like like audio and content for you to see what life as a creator is really like. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like forty minutes of us being like, "All right, can you hear me now?" Like, right? Wait a second. Hold on, wait. Something's up with the input. What are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like, anyway, it's just, and then you for like ten minutes be like, "Hang on, dude. Wait a second. I gotta finish this bacon cheddar scone." <laughs> chewing, like, chewing into the microphone before every episode. I'm like, "All right, you ready, dude?" And he's like, mm, "Yeah. Hold on one second. And he's like. <laughs> Munching down the bacon cheddar scone so he's not eating during the episode. Gosh, what a trigger warning that would be. Man chews bacon cheddar scone into microphone. Gosh. Dude, it's a new ASMR type. I was going to say, some people might be into that, man. I don't know. Make a lot of money off of it. Well, whoever wants to subscribe to our Patreon, there you go. Just (laughs) us eating bacon cheddar scones. That's it. Just That's right. Just eating things. All right. So. Well, this is perfect. Because, like, it's kind of leading us, I think, really well into mm-hmm. our topic for today, which uh, we haven't really haven't really nailed down the title for yet, but uh, we we wanted to talk about prioritizing um, our inner child when we're creating. Uh, it was kind of just like a basic summing of of what seemed interesting. and um, <clears throat> The reason I really want to talk about this today, Daniel and I have kind of back and forth a little bit and I've let him in on the process, but that's, uh, it's been a big part of my life recently. Um, I've kind of slowed down some, I know we mentioned this in an episode before, but, um, my dad passed away back, uh, in March and I've been kind of slowing down some since then trying to reconnect with myself, reconnect with my heart and, um, yeah, just kind of put pause on a lot of things that I was doing and it's kind of left some space for me to reconnect with my inner child. And it's one of the big, bigger things happening in my life right now with creativity, I think on a personal level. Um, so yeah, I wanted to share some with Daniel about how I've been feeling and some of the things that I've been doing, um, to, to connect with my inner child. And, uh, yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to say on that before we hop in? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> mainly, kind of how this episode came up was pretty organic because we were 
uh, we do like phone calls every now and then just to kind of like catch up and um, check in, you know, just as friends, like no work, just, just chatting. And it usually goes into a creative you know, topic, which is why we started this podcast in the first place. So, um, but basically we're both kind of in the, <laughs> it's really odd, dude, you and I tend to be in the same space or like mindset or like ruts creatively at the same time. Like not every yeah. time, but like pretty darn close. I'll be like, I'll be holding out, like trying not to like bring something up that's bothering me about whatever. And I'll call you and be like, dude, I gotta tell you, man, I am, I am like so stressed right now. I'm like super anxious. Like I'm not having fun anymore. And you'll be like, yeah, yeah, me too. And then you'll go into the ex- exactly how I feel, and, but yeah. you're doing the same thing, but like with, with your work. And it's just like, it's really cool. And it's really like nice. Cause you feel, <laughs> I feel so validated. I'm just like, Oh, okay. I'm good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And I feel like if we're not going through it at the same time, we, one of us has gone through it really recently. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. only been like occasionally that we just kind of are like, oh yeah, I, I've been there before. Like, I get that. I feel that. Most of right. the time we're like, oh dude, like two weeks ago, I was feeling the exact same way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, I kind of just wanted to go into just very briefly here, um, kind of like the fact that we're just going through, um, like a portion of rest and like taking, taking a step back, taking a break. And it's kind of funny because our last few episodes, I feel like we've been talking more about how to be consistent, how to be, you know, how to become like a full-time professional, um, all that side of stuff. But, uh, I think it's important that we kind of go back and go, well, you know, um, we're working like adults in our passionate, like craft, if you will. Right. And we can lose that inner child, I think, like what you were saying. And um, that inner child is, is why we got into it. It's yeah. That was like the passion that, that made us start. And then we just thought, well, how can I do this for the rest of my life, but still have dinner and like a roof over my head? You know what I mean? And so I think before we get into like the, like all of that, it's important to like work like an adult and, and make it professionally, but also don't lose the inner child and take time to step back. Like what we're kind of doing right now. Um, cause it's hard. I mean, I, I literally will like, I don't know when I'm burned out. I don't know when I'm stressed. I have to like, my body kicks me in the butt and goes like, Hey, you gotta stop. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. I've been yeah. working like seven days a week for six months. You know? Yeah. We have like the warning signs that start coming up, but yeah. you're also kind of sometimes wondering, okay, well, now that I know this about myself, like, can I push myself a little bit further if I like prioritize this area that I'll know will help me rest or something like that, which I think is still kind of like the adult uh, approaching that where we're like, okay, well, this is, it's like our business and I want to like figure out how to work better under pressure and like keep going and like, but make sure that I'm having enough rest or maybe I'll just change my diet some. And it's like, right. It's very practical. You know, yeah, it's it like, is. we're really just kind of hitting, um, hitting those practical things where we're like scheduling our life out and trying to make sure we can do each thing, uh, in order to keep ourselves healthy, which is great. It's so wonderful. Like that's the only reason that we're able to, to grow and keep pushing Mm -hmm. forward. But like, yeah, a lot of times I think sometimes that inner child that just wants to have fun kind of gets left behind. And when you, for me, at least like when I continue moving forward without my inner child, eventually I'm kind of just like, man, this is actually, you know, it's actually not that fun that more. Like I need a break. 
And then I'm like, what do I need a break for? You know, right. I'm like, what do I need? What do I need a break from? And then I'm like, yeah, oh, I need like a break from being an adult with this thing that used to be something that was just all fun for me. And it's still, it's still fun, but like it used to be only focused on fun. Right. Yeah. It's almost frustrating that we have to take a break. Like I'll, I'll think like, man, like, another one like how do i how am i gonna get anything done like this year or this month or whatever right it's so frustrating to me yeah i'm like i need to take another break i know it's i i I had been writing a couple things down and actually one the first thing that i wrote down just to kind of like give myself some bullet points um because those are helpful a lot of times but um this was more in the form of like the questions that i would ask myself when thinking about connecting with my inner child and it was are you having fun and then followed that it was like, are you having fun more often than not? You know, like, yeah. am I consistently able to actually have fun is, is one of the first questions I think that I would ask myself when I'm like considering this topic or, or one of the things I've been focusing on for myself recently, just like as I'm observing, um, you know, taking on new projects and, you know, starting the playing with the idea of like, oh, okay, is it time to start another album or I'm just going to do singles or um, like creatively right now I'm stepping into a season of collaboration where I want to do more um, collaborating. But this last season was like really good for me, I think, as an adult creator. Um, But my kid was like, I'm tired. Like I'm so tired and this isn't fun anymore. And so I was like, am I having fun? Because that's actually a priority to me for doing this. And, uh, I was kind of realizing that like my adult self would be like, yeah, you're kind of having fun. But my kid self was like, no. And I was like, all right, cool. Need to take a, take a little bit of a break for a second then and figure out why that is, you know? Yeah. And on that, um, something that just like triggered a memory for me from when we were filming our first couple of music videos together, one thing that I really appreciated and like I constantly think back on, I forget a lot is um, on set, like while we're filming or whatever, we're super stressed, like press for time, sun's going down, whatever it was. You would like stop me and be like, hey, hey, and, like look me in the eye and be like, you having fun? And I just remember being like, ah, you got me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. I'm stressed out. I'm like getting pissed. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, for all you filmmakers out there, you probably know what I mean. It's like running around on set like that is just the most stressful thing when you're pressed for time. And so like, but we're out there to literally have fun. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you want to make a video, (laughs) but it's like, if you're not having fun though, what's the point? And then when I had more fun, when I, when I relaxed, I was like, okay, we can rush and hurry, but like, and work hard, but we can have fun while we do it. Like, it's just going to make it better. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to make you look back on it and be like, oh, I can't wait for the next one where recently I've been nothing but just high pressure, high stakes and stress and not a lot of fun on like on the projects. And now I'm like, oh, after this one, I need to break, man. I don't want to go to the next gig because I'm exhausted. I don't want, I don't want to do that again. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that was a conversation that we had had bef- before, like um, when we were talking about our priorities with creating, like when we started doing the videos, we were both just like, man, we want to have fun, you yeah. know? You're like, it's important to me to have fun. Like you had voiced to me that I was a priority of yours, and I was like, oh, man, I share that too. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of made it um, a priority of mine to check in 
and to make sure, you know, that yeah. we were having fun while we we're doing it, which kind of leads me to like another note that I made, which was being silly. Um, <laughs> this is something that helps me connect with my inner child is like being silly when I'm doing something creative. Yeah. Um, and I was like, just thinking, I was like, at some point we kind of realize in our adult self that, um, there's a formula for being successful within creativity. Um, and that's more the mindset that's like, oh, okay, well, if we really nail marketing, if we do marketing well, then we're going to grow. Or if we're like, if we get a really consistent schedule where we're, you know, posting or uploading or releasing songs or videos or whatever consistently, then our chances are going to go, are going to up, uh, are going to be much higher that we're going to see growth, you know? Um, but then sometimes it's like, are we start playing things really safe? I think because mm-hmm. we're trying to lock it into that adult schedule, mm-hmm. and we we stop being silly. And and I'm I'm saying we, but I really mean me. Like I stop taking risks. I'm like, oh, well, I need to make sure I'm doing this and this and this. And then it's like the kid in me just wants to be like, let's just do something crazy, <laughs> right? You know, like, what if we like filmed yeah. this shot upside down instead of the instead of the right way up? You know, or like, what if um, I just am like playing around with like vocal doubles and I just like scream or something in the background and then I like put this crazy plug in on it? Yeah, so it sounds well, all wild. That's a great point, dude. Because if you think about it, I mean, you were talking about a formula for success, like consistency, things that you know will hit with an audience, things like that. Those are important, but think about it. Anyone who's actually made a difference in their industry and been extremely successful has turned it up on its head, right? So like yeah, any crazy filmmaker like Wes Anderson, Quentin Tarantino, just totally breaking rules, stuff like, you know, Christopher Nolan just, he's like, my, my movies don't make sense. And that's the point. Get over it. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> He's playing with ideas that are just incredible, dude. And like, think about like um, Billie Eilish and Phineas. Yeah, they grab sounds from a crosswalk in Australia, and yeah, he's just having fun, dude. They're giggling, and her her intro, her um, like yeah, intro, whatever you call that, to an album. I have her vinyl out here because Jill loves him or loves her, and uh, or both of them. Um, her intro is her taking out her Invisalign and she's like, my Invisalign is out and this is the album. And you can hear her go like, <laughs> it's just like, it's the worst, so but it's good. also like, dude, like I yeah. like her more because they're she's just being having fun. fun, dude. And you yeah, can feel just it, you know? Fun. Yeah. I love that. I was actually having a conversation with someone a couple of days ago about Hans Zimmer. Like I was watching a YouTube thing about Hans Zimmer doing yeah. the soundtrack for Dune or something. Oh, I love that video. And dude. He, yeah, and he's just like, yeah, I was kind of like, how could we make something like this sound like a guitar? <laughs> and oh, I'm just yeah. like, this is this professional like dude who's just scoring movies, like such yep. huge movies. And he's like, what if instead of using a guitar, we used something else that's not a guitar, but we tried to make it sound like it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to see this awesome video about someone who is the number one in his in his field... And he's just literally just being stupid. Like he was pulling in like professional musicians and he was like, all right, you play like, I don't know, like the piccolo. He's like, well, check it out, flip it upside down and try to play it backwards. And they're just like, Hans, what? (laughs) But it sounds awesome, dude. It worked. (laughs) They're just having fun. You know, they're just like, "Mm." yeah, just like a straight up 
just childhood curiosity. Yeah, and dude, real quick on that, Joel and I were, what were we doing? We were literally um, watching Bill Hader go through his most iconic characters. And he's in a lot of stuff where he just like for one hour go to a recording booth and he would like make a noise for like a little robot and start like a new Star Wars movie. And we were talking about how cause he, he, he had mentioned that he was there for like an hour and, you know, he, he gets to be in the credits of a Star Wars movie and he's making these like bebop boop sounds and Bill Hader's hilarious. So he's just getting after it. But they were like, yeah, it's not really working, man. He's like, we'll try to manipulate it. And they couldn't figure something out that sounded like good. And he um, he ended up like just kind of trying new things with them. They kind of tried some different like plugins, and eventually they were just like, "Oh, dude, hey, I think it's gonna." At first, they were like, "You're not gonna be in the movie. Sorry, it didn't work." They called him like the next day and were like, "Hey, we figured it out." And it was funny because Jill and I were talking about how it's not really they're not really that far off from what we're doing. It's a it's a multi million dollar movie, and like these crazy composers, but they're just doing it at a higher level with like a lot more money than we are, but we're all kind of doing the same thing. We're not so far off from them. That's why it's like, you're never, it's never that unattainable, right. To get to like that highest level. Cause like they're basically doing the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. We're just trying, we're just all trying to figure out how to be adult kids. (laughs) Exactly. How to, how can we have fun for the rest of our lives? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I think that's kind of like a good way to kind of go into like my third point too which is just that like what just thinking about trying to be an adult kid and like i i've talked about this before on here but something i feel like i try to do when i'm really trying to connect with my inner child again is just like creating when creating something that nobody else is going to see like with the intention for nobody Mm. else to see it and i feel like that kind of keeps me connected as an adult with that part of myself just in a really simple way um you know like there's times like right now where i need to take a break i just gotta like gotta take a break right but just consistent consistently in life if i like sometimes i'll come up to like my room or something here that's where i mostly like record videos or this is where i like uh, I'm recording this episode right now. This is where I come up and do the vocals. Sometimes I'll just come up here and just like write a song and voice memo, or uh, uh, not even voice memo, not record it in any kind of way. And then I know I'm going to forget about it. And I just do it just for mm. fun because I'm like, what happens when I create something just for the enjoyment of it again? Um, yeah. And it's a little bit scary sometimes. Like it's a little bit scary knowing that like I'm going to forget about it. Uh, because especially if it's good, but I'm just like the kid me wouldn't have cared, you know, like the kid me wasn't ever creating for anybody else. I mean, in ways like I liked showing my, showing the stuff that I was creating as a kid, you know, but like, um, yeah, I think that that's just kind of a fun way that I try to stay connected with that as a kid. And like this adult me just trying to be a kid just likes to do that sometimes to reconnect. Yeah, and I, I think, like, as you start creating, like, an adult and, like, it becomes your profession and stuff, I don't know about you, but, like, do you have, like, this sense of, like, like FOMO, like, but for the creative world where if you don't post on Instagram or if you're not making content that matters and you're not putting things out that people, that people see and consume, you almost feel like the world's moving so fast without you. You're like, dude, I'm going to miss out. Like, you, you, you making a voice memo and then forgetting about it that's terrifying sometimes you're like dude what if that was it like what if that was the one thing that will blow up kind of like wait for me if you will like imagine if that would have never been out 
Like imagine if yeah. you would have decided not to make a TikTok about that and then we wouldn't have made a music video and then our whole lives would not be at this podcast recording on this Friday morning. It'd be insane, dude. Like yeah. I think that's what kills me mentally is that I am constantly like, dude, like this one, I think this actually also motivated me to to actually make the content whether I think it's going to absolutely blow or not because you just never know that like that could be the piece of content that blows you up and like catapults you. And even if it doesn't, it's just like that consistency of create. It, it creates some kind of consistency and it, it creates that motivation too. I think to keep, you know, making stuff, whether you think it's going to be a smash hit or not or whatever, you know? So, but yeah. do you get that? Do you get that FOMO though? Oh, you hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's why I try to encourage myself sometimes to create, um, without documenting it in any way. Mm-hmm. is to help myself try to fight that cuz I, mm. I it could be a whole nother topic too but I like agree with you fully that like documenting those ideas is a really good idea like I've tried to do that for myself like I mostly document any idea whether I think it's bad or not voice memo boom done um yep. and then I have it and then I go back through I have my own system of going back through my stuff and then like I use a rare, very small percentage of the ideas that I actually record, you know, but some of the right. ones that I do, it, it's great. And, and it's kind of is, you never know what's going to be the, the big guy, the, the idea that, um, everybody really loves, you know, um, yeah. which is just part of it. But that, I feel like that still is like my adult brain a lot of times trying to figure that out. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what makes it hard for me sometimes to be sillier is like, if I'm documenting it, like the adult part of me is like, oh, well, I'm not going to do it very, you know, I'm not going to be quite as silly probably. Um, whereas when I think about being a kid mm. and just like, dude, I would just like break out into these little acting fits where I would just create this character and I'm like running around pretending to be this character, you know? Yeah. And like, I could have been the start of something. Right. And, but the thing is, is like, I just was doing it just for fun. And then you, you forget about it. And there's something I think that's like, really awesome about that, that I found beneficial for myself. Now I'm saying that from the perspective of like, first I had to take myself more seriously as an adult, document the ideas. And now that I've got consistent with that, I'm like, okay, cool. What happens if I don't document the idea, you know? Right. And, and it kind of connects me, connects me with myself, but I don't know. I haven't found enough, enough connecting within that to like, fully satisfy me yet which is why like there's times like this where i'm just like ah, i need a break so Mm, interesting yeah i think it just popped in my head that lately i've just been thinking about how i will have moments where i'm having almost like a like a career crisis where i i think to myself like oh like i'm just trying to make it you know on youtube and i'm trying to build an instagram following and i'm trying to get on bigger sets and make content, uh, for like, you know, clients and artists and things like that. And like most of the time I'm like, yeah, it's a sick career. Like I love it. Like my life is like really lucky and I'm glad I get to do this full time and get paid for it. Um, but sometimes I think, dude, I'm so like, I'm, I'm 27, which is not old, but like, you know, some people start their, their acting career at like 55, but like, I I get that. But also, American culture and society has told us that 
like at this point I should be moving up in my career and I am, I, I mean, I'm getting on bigger sets, but like what you and I do is not so normal. And it's like, it's still like considered successful when you're doing stuff, but it's like, sometimes I have a moment where I'm like, Oh crap, dude. Like, am I going to have kids and still be like this, like old dude on YouTube, like who has like still like, I don't know, like 5,000 subscribers. Like how I just feel embarrassed. I feel stupid. And I'm just like, Oh, what a child. And I feel like I need to take this more seriously. But then here's the thing. Here's my point. But then I think to myself like, all right, Daniel, well, what would, what would you rather be doing that would make you feel more successful even to like society standards, right? Or like old school kind of like outlook on life. And I just think to myself like, well, I could just work at NASA where I'm at and do, you know, diddly squat all day and make like two videos a week that like don't matter. And I'm like, no, I'm like, all right, well, a corporate like production gig where you just do like interviews for a freaking, you know, some engineering firm. And I'm just like, no. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess what I'm doing doesn't sound that bad. You know, I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, this isn't like, I literally get to pick and choose the most creative fun, like interesting, quirky videos. And like, yeah, I do boring stuff sometimes, but that's just like, kind of like how life is. It can get kind of mundane at points, but I have so much fun and I can do whatever I want. And, um, that kind of like brings me back to where I'm like, I'm like, okay, well I might feel like depressed and anxious about what I'm doing, like my career now. Cause I don't know if I'm going to make it anywhere, but it always comes back to when I look at big picture and I zoom out and look at like my 80, 90 year life, I'm like, it doesn't really matter anyway. Like if I did 30 years at a company, I would look back and be like, dang, like that was stupid. But then, and I would have like moments where I'm like, oh, that was fun. You know, good memories. But then I look back and I'm like, okay, I'm 80, 85. And I look back on the career I'm doing now. And I had a moderately successful YouTube. Maybe I wasn't freaking famous and like on the red carpet, but I made tons of friends, tons of free trips out of it. Like, you know, doing what I love every day. I get to wake up, I get to record a podcast with Chetty Scones and talk to my best friend and like, you know, talk about topics that I'm super into. And it's like at the end of the, at the end of the life, right? Not, not even at the end of the day, like, isn't that worth it? Like, isn't that, isn't that enough? It's like, who cares? Like what sounds so like hippie, but like, who cares what the status quo is and like what, like, I feel like success has changed, like how that looks a lot nowadays, just because yeah. of like social media and the internet. It's like, I think really the goal now is like, all right, well, how do you sustain yourself and do something meaningful to you and people around you? Um, but also like have a lot of fun doing it. You know, you're not like dreading every morning you wake up. So, yeah, no, I think that's those more, uh, reflective moments that, are really helpful a lot of times um, to just figuring out what you really value, you know? And then right. I think that that is, is like a step to reconnecting with your inner child a lot of times because you start reflecting on the things that just really matter to you and are really close to your heart. And I feel like there's a lot of those things that to me I associate with my inner child. Absolutely. I think is, I've kind of had one of those moments um you know, starting in March when my dad passed away and we got back from the tour where it's just reflective, you know, like I was, mm -hmm. I was just feeling sad and was like feeling a bit overwhelmed. Like, and I hated that I was 
I mean, I wasn't hating that I felt sad. It was just like that to me was such a cool moment that we were going on tour. You know, I was like, man, I've mm-hmm. been waiting for this. I've been dreaming about this. It's so fun. All this work is paying off. And it was like, boom, dad died first day of tour. And, um, and you, at, you know, we went back, we took the time to be with family, decided that it was going to be best to go back on the tour again. And, uh, and went back and I'm really happy about that decision. It was a great decision. I think my dad would have, um, stood by that as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but when I got back, man, I was just like, I don't even know if I care about it anymore. You know, like Mm. I'm so happy that I went and met all these people. That was great. But what if this is like my career high in music, you know, like I went on tour, I did that. I just put out an album. I did that. Like I was just in my feels, um, you know, just trying to process losing my dad and was just like, man, what really even matters to me? You know, like what, what are the things that I really, really want to focus on? Cause I, I, and I, I think that there's certain things in life that do that for me, for this t- part of my process, it was my dad passing away, but, but even for you, just like having those reflective times where you're like, what's going to really matter to me at the end of my life. And mm-hmm. so through that reflective time for myself, I was just like, I'm kind of just done with the, with the shit that I don't care about, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, like I'm just going to take a break from the things that are adding a lot of pressure to me right now. And then I'm going to pick them back up when I actually care about them again, you know? And right. cause like I always care about people, but I don't always care about like trying to do the social media thing or be, be doing the consistent thing. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to plug from this for a little while. And like, Doing that, I think, reconnected me with this part of myself that's like, when I am not creating, I'm like, okay, uh, now I want to create something again. And then, yeah, it kind of just connects, reconnects me to that um, wondrous part of myself. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of like trailing off at this point, but no, no, you're it's part, that's good. part of it's still being in the process, you know, but like, yeah, still good to talk about it. Yeah, and, like, on the social media thing and how, like, you're tired of doing stuff you don't care about, like, um, like lately, I've just been feeling like, dude, I don't care. I'm just, like, I hit a point where, and there's a balance, because, like, you know, you got to put your stuff out there and, like, you know, do something to make money. You can't just be like this, even you can, but, like, it's hard to be that, that hippie who just, like, wanders around and, like, does stuff that, you know, you know, feels good. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, dude... I just don't feel like it. I don't care. I just want to go like sit down and do something else or like go do a hobby or something like that. Like the followers, it's pissing me off and like making content that's trendy is just like aggravating. And I think recently for me, there was a second where I was worried that I had lost that passion or drive to uh, like make videos. Like I felt like I didn't care about all of it. And I, I was having like an existential crisis recently and it caused a lot of anxiety where like I'd be driving around and I was just like looking around at my surroundings and I was like, dude, what do I do? What am I doing? I'm just like, holy crap. And that's when I was having those thoughts of like, um, like, do I need to like get a different career? Is there something better and more successful I could be doing? And I think I was just kind of like rabbit holing, but getting back to our inner child, I think, um, in that sense, kind of helped me kind of, I don't know, ground myself again. I, I just picked up my hobbies again and started having more fun with them and, try, you know, stopped trying to please 
other people, like even my closest friends, I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to like, I'm going to go rock climb and I'm going to go, I don't know, work out and run and like wake up earlier, sleep in this day. And like, just kind of like take care of myself, do things that feel good that I want to do. And, and like, just kind of, kind of take care of myself, uh, in that way. And do I, and do dream up some ideas. Like what, like, what do I want to do? Like what, like what dreams do I kind of want to make a reality right now? And so like, you know, and it doesn't have to be like video related, but um, so like right now I'm kind of, uh, in a, in a spot where I'm trying to close out projects that are very much for other people that I probably don't really care that much about, <laughs> um, unfortunately, but I am dreaming up tons of ideas. I'm getting really excited about, um, more creative like ideas for my YouTube and just like in general, like I don't even know where I'm going to put the stuff. I just know I want to go make it and get totally amped up again about some visuals or like some video that I want to make. And so, um, I'm trying to like talk to people, you know, here in Huntsville, like, like, Hey, you have any ideas? Like, let's do something where like, there's no money involved. Like, let's just go out and do something fun. Like, like this stuff looks cool. Let's try that, you know, and stuff like that. So in the end, like I am thinking about like, Oh, I can make that a real, and I can make this a YouTube short and this could go on YouTube as a long form. I am thinking of that still, like you said earlier, like you're still, kind of trying to figure out how to be consistent and like do it professionally. However, you're also trying to have a lot of fun with it, get kind of quirky and weird and yeah. find that passionate child who just wants to go freaking have fun with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I was, I was really stressed out like the last month or so about like, I just didn't get excited looking at a cinematic shot. Like typically seeing something on Instagram that was inspiring. I was like, whoa, dude, that's sick. Like, I'd love to try that. And it's like, at one point I was like, dude, am I peaking? Like, is this it? Like, I'm not even that far along. Like how, how is this it? You know, there's gotta be something more. So, um, it was really scary, dude. I was like panicking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, so, it's a scary place. Like that's, it's a scary feeling when you feel that. Yeah, it is. And it's kind of hard to explain. Like, I don't even know what, what that feeling was. Um, but I feel like I kind of, and right now I'm kind of going in and out of that feeling, but I'm, I'm definitely getting back to more of like the excitement, like the excitement I had when you and I started music videos, you know? And, and part yeah. of me was also thinking like, oh no, am I getting bored of making music videos already? Like, dude, it's only been like a couple of years, you know? <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Like, this is like my, my career, but it also shows me like, I don't have to sit in one thing. Like I can kind of move around, do some yeah. narrative work, do some music videos, do some corporate things, like whatever it is. Right. So, you know, yeah, you don't I, have I, to be stuck. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's like, um, we had mentioned this earlier, but I think that's kind of one of those like signs that comes up when you're needing to take a break and reconnect with your, your inner child. Mm. And, mm -hmm. Um, and, and I, and I want to say this too, kind of as we're, we're closing out that like, yeah. um, everybody may have a different way of saying it. Like I'm referring to this as, as my inner child and somebody else might be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, you know, <laughs> but like on the point that you were just making, like when I don't feel a lot of wonder towards creating something that I know that I love, yeah. that's when I feel like I'm disconnected from what I'm referring to as my inner child. And yeah. now, and then, so for me, like 
that signifies that I need to have a little bit of a break to reconnect with myself because it's a priority for me to be yep. connected with that feeling that is like wondrous and excited, right? So mm-hmm. like in this term right now, when I've been taking this break for this season, like um, I kind of stopped listening to music. I started doing like reading more, uh, just like sitting outside and reading and doing something that felt like it was still productive and, and good for me because that was just on another thing of my list that I wanted to do. It's like, yeah, reading's going to be good for me. Um, and, but yeah, I kind of stopped listening to music and like stopped writing a little bit for a little bit. And then, um, one day I was like, Oh, I kind of want to listen to, uh, this one artist. And so I just like started listening to this one artist and then I was like, wow, so fun. Like, I'm really happy listening to this. And then I was like, maybe I want to start listening to more music. And then I started listening to more and I was like, no, okay. I'm starting to get stressed out. Like I'm starting to like, (laughs) watch on my like uh release radar and i'm like what's everybody doing now you know like what's 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 hot right now in the music industry and then i was like all right cool no i'm not gonna do that anymore so i like stopped listening to music and then like only kept listening to the one artist that i was just like excited listening to just kind of like binging this artist from a music Mm -hmm. standpoint um and then i noticed like the creator in me starting to be like man i wonder if i could like make that sound that I'm hearing here, you know, like I wonder what would happen if I, if I did this and it, it was different than what I was feeling before when I was like, what's everybody doing, you know, and what can I do? Like yeah. that, that part of me was the one that's like the marketing who was like, let's listen to it. Let's, let's see what's popular. Like what's everybody like right now? And I'm like, no, no. And the other part of me who's like, Ooh, what's that sound? I wonder if we could do that. Like that to me is how I yes. identify my, my inner child because it's a difference in like what I'm excited about the, when I'm listening to the release radar and trying to figure that out, it stresses me out. Like I feel anxious when I'm thinking that way. And that's also just not who I want to be, you know, like mm-hmm. that's not why I listen to music or fi- or watch other creators. Like I don't do it so that I can figure out my own strategy. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm like recognizing that and I'm like, okay, cool. This part of me is anxious. Then this other part of me, my inner child, um, feels excited about doing this. So like I've just been following those moments and then like stepping back into it more with those where I'm just like, ooh, this is ooh, this is kind of exciting. Right. <laughs> that that yeah. That sound you made when you go when you walk into Moon Bake and there's only one bacon cheddar school left and it's yours, <laughs> and you're just like, ooh. You're like, oh, oh, oh that's it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And like this is what I'll close with here is that it's so funny you were saying like that like wondrous feeling, you know, in your like whatever you do, whatever your craft is and you're passionate about. And I, I literally have a note here that says like it's important in keeping that inner childlike view and wonder in your craft to avoid that burnout that we all fear so much. Right. Yeah. And some people can identify that before it happens. Uh, sometimes I can, but most of the time I start getting the 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 pains of burnout, and I'm like, okay, and you know, and then like I do lose that wondrous like awe of what I do, you know. And so like I think that's why it's important. You got to keep that 
like you said, like, oh, can I make that? Can I make that sound myself? And like, typically, when you do it, your, like, do it your own way, it kind of turns into something else, and you kind of develop a cool little thing and a style and a sound. You're like, oh, I just invented something, trying to copy someone else. But like, those people inspired me to try it, and that's just that's what it is, man. That's all it is. Is like we're all looking at each other, going like, oh, that's cool, man. Let me try something like that, and then your own thing is born, and it's just like it's so cool, man. And that's me getting excited right now, like. Like I'm genuinely sitting here being like, dude, that's so, that's so cool. That feeling, that feeling is like, ah, I still got it. Like it's, it's in there, man. It's in there. I just buried it under my adult work life. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Which is like, it's about that balance too, you know, like figuring out how to have that balance between both of them because they need to be, they need to be friends with each other. But, um, but yeah, it's. It's really, I think, a priority to make sure that you're reconnecting with that the inner child for sure. Always, always checking in. Yeah. So, moral of this ranting conversation: keep that inner child, that that childlike view of really the world, man, and and your and your whatever you do, whatever you're super pumped and passionate about. And uh, yeah, I'll leave you guys with that. It's wonderful. See you guys on the next one. Okay. Bye, everyone.